Emily, I'm so glad to be back in the deconstruction zone with you. And your outfit, it's a 10 out of 10. Oh my God. So that's almost what my students said. My students rate my outfit every day. I've kind of, I almost tried to start like a TikTok series oh. of them, of their reviews on my outfit. Cause every, one day this kid came in and he just goes, Miss Zell, you look like you robbed a JCPenney. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so today, what was today's rating? Today I got a nine out of 10, which I've never gotten. Okay, what is your what is your lowest and what is your most consistent number you get? Very good question. Um, my lowest is a zero for mm-hmm. sure, but honestly, recently I've been getting like a six, which is not bad. I would dream of a six, <laughs> but other days it's like a solid three. I feel like I oscillate between three and six. Do you? How personally do you take it? Like, are you like devastated? And have you ever come in when you thought you had a hard ten and they gave you like a three? <laughs> No, they usually, their opinions usually are what I think they're going to say. I've been in kind of an era where I'm taking more fashion risks. Sure. Um, and I've been like thrifting a lot. So I've been wearing a little bit like quirkier pieces. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they're like, what the heck, Miss Zell? But today, <laughs> this girl Shahana comes up every day and she just goes, she, she'll just stand right in front of me and look like this. And today she goes, okay, girl, nine out of 10. And I like <laughs> teared up a little bit. I was like, thank you. I was pretty proud of it. And. She's been begging me to curl my hair because I like mm-hmm. if I run out of time, I'll like just throw it up or something sure. or like and I don't always do my makeup. It really just depends on how early I wake up and every day. <laughs> so we're really di- deep dive, deep dive into Emily's looks. But um, <laughs> I re- I had a side part for a really long time until pretty recently. And Shahana was like, I'm so sick of the swoop in front of your face like this. <laughs> and so I middle parted and she walked in and she goes, thank God. And I curled it. And so, um, funny. yeah, it's been pretty, that's kind of a, a consistent. They really don't like when I wear tennis shoes with dresses, but that's kind of been one of my new things. But like mm. today I'm wearing sandals and someone goes, you got the toes out today, Miss Zell. And I was like, I'm doing what I can. Toes increase the the rating, I guess. They don't like the tinnies. They're not fans. Well, they just don't think it works. But mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes it works even if it doesn't like match. I want to just come into your class to like just get my rating and then leave. <laughs> Every day. They're like, who's this guy? <laughs> All right, I'm out of here, guys. Well, like... my... I will say really quick. A few episodes ago, I talked about how we were mentioned on one of my students' podcasts. Mm-hmm. I showed him the clip of that and he loved it. He like he was like, I'm going to diss you so hard next episode. <laughs> However, he was he said that I kind of lied, which is a little bit fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> he goes, you didn't tell Danny why I actually hate the deconstruction zone. Oh. And I was like, OK, let's hear it. And he was like, because I asked if we could be on it. And Danny said, no. Oh, did I say that? I said my students want to be on it. And you said, ha ha, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, F this guy. <laughs> well, tell him, let's get him on here. I said we could do a collab, Real let's Talk and Deconstruction Zone. I love it. But I said, do you guys have anything to say about God and deconstruction? And he was like, hell no. Mm. I was like, well, that would be interesting. It would be a hard hard fit, but we think it may work. <laughs> also, I am supposed to say for YouTube reasons that they don't get high during their <laughs> podcast. They drink apple juice. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for that disclaimer. <laughs> All right, Emily. <laughs> We're going straight into. I mean, that was a little check-in. Yeah. The email corner today. Mm-hmm. Do 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 email corner. 
Um, what do you got for you? Have one today again? Two weeks in a row. Two episodes in a row. Two episodes in a row. What? You have the the note, the email. Oh right. Okay. Um, you made me feel crazy for a second. <laughs> you made me feel crazy for a second. I was like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> my sister just messaged me on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, Molly. She just gassed up my outfit. Mm. Um, so it, this podcast is to be called Emily's Outfit is a nine out of ten or something. Yeah. Okay, it's not a gr- really catchy title. It's pretty bad, but I think we'll workshop it. Okay. which is what you can know what I'll say. How about if I don't how about calling title. it uh, robbing a JC Penny? Yeah, there you that's go. funny. I like that. Okay, <laughs> so this is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey, um, Sarah. She messaged this on in January, so I'm very sorry. Um, found this podcast and I'm so happy I did. Blah blah. blah. I <laughs> I come from a Southern Baptist background, and for the past year, I've been going through many new things that in my old beliefs were wrong, like practicing yoga, studying chakras, believing in the universe. I mean, what is believing in the universe to a Baptist? It's just not a thing. As my mom has said, it's what crazy people believe. (laughs) But God is a God of the universe. It's been a journey of just trying to understand why I was questioning things and why I was seeing things so different from how I was raised. At one point, digging into the new age to now I'm reevaluating again. My friend who was also going through the same thing texted me and said, I think we are going through what is called deconstruction. I looked it up to understand what it was a little more and came to your podcast. Thanks for helping us out here to understand. Here's why I read Sarah's message to us. Because I kind of want to talk about the new agey stuff. And I'm going to open with a story that I can't believe I'm about to share. I love it. (sighs) Should we call this episode the first time Emily did mushrooms? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've never done that. All right, continue, continue. Okay, but also, I really hope a lot of people don't hear this, but it's fine. Um, I will. So when I kind of started deconstructing, this was my senior year of college, and I was kind of like, you know what? I just stopped going to church for the first time, and I was like, I was like, you know what? And I just am trying to like reconnect. (laughs) So I. I went to like an energy healing. Okay. Like I went to like a Reiki session. Do you know anything about Reiki? Very little. Like the name. I did, I also knew nothing, but I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. And there was right. like a deal for your first time. And so I was like, cool. I have some extra cash. This is what I'm going to use it on. And it was pretty interesting. Like, so. It's like crystals and stuff, right? Yeah. It was a lot more about your chakras. Mm. So I'll just walk. If you don't know what Reiki is, I went in. Uh, 90 to 100 percent blind like i had no idea i just showed up to this little Dang. building and i was like energy heal me mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and she was like do you know anything and i was like no and she was like but, even better <laughs> i was like um it was just kind of an experience i wanted to have and kind of a lot of it was me trying to be kind of like rebellious and like sure. push against like i don't have to do everything that people want me to do but anyway what she did though is she just like so we talked about it a little bit and I was like, yeah, I was raised very religious and I'm kind of like rethinking some things. And especially we've talked a lot about this in earlier episodes, like trying to reconnect to my body and just because for so long when you learn that you're like totally depraved, you're just completely like I can't listen to anything my body says. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm trying to like re-inhabit my body. And she was like, girl, feel that. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. Her name is Angie. Shout out to Angie. Um, So then I like lay on this table <laughs> and then she like she like took a a i guess a crystal i don't know and then she just like put it over each of my chakras and then 
And if it like spun, then it was open. But if it didn't do anything, it was closed. And all mine were closed. Classic. <laughs> do you want them to be closed? No, you want them to be open. Yeah, and okay. so like her job was to open them. Right. Right. So all that to say, it was kind of interesting. I fell asleep at one point. Um, but I, I mean, it wasn't like complete, like I don't, I'm not trying to share the story in like a making fun of it way. Like it wasn't like that was pointless. I shouldn't have done that. Like it was interesting. And at one point, this is going to sound, I feel like you're going to totally judge me for this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At one point she was like, she was like, your power is yours. And we're just going to like call your power back to yourself. And I was like, hell yeah, Angie. And so I just like called my power back to myself and it was kind of deep. Like it Mm -hmm. was like, it kind of felt like, I was like, yeah, like, like she was like, your power is yours and people take it. And I was like, people do take it. (laughs) And so I don't know. I just kind of wanted to like talk about the new agey things because I will say like, I think there are people, our mutual friends who would say they're like, they care about Jesus, maybe Jesus followers, but also incorporate some new agey things into their lives and so I guess I just kind of want to talk about, like, is that wrong or could there be a purpose to it? Yeah. I'll tell you my gut reaction is that all of it's BS. Okay. Like, just, and I'm not saying I think, but, like, when, when I hear the phrase uh-huh. or uh, any of that, like, I go to, like, this is all, mm-hmm. like, parlor tricks. Um, yeah. Even to be, like, I would, like, this is a cynical, right? But it's bad business to have all your chakras open when someone comes oh, in. Oh, <laughs> I think the the like the crystal yeah. in a circle completely fake. Yeah. I took that as fake. So all I have to say, I do I think new age stuff gets a bad rap. In the in sense the that one of the greatest like I think there's a strong case for Christian mysticism mm. in the early church. And like that was a f- interesting part of it. Like in our body like we are spiritual beings. And yeah. so New age, from my understanding, is a pursuit of the spiritual aspect of our lives Mm. where kind of modern Christianity and modern religion, especially more fundamentalist stuff, is much more cerebral and less spiritual. Yes. So for you, I could see it making a lot of sense. It's like, Mm. like, especially if you're pendulum swinging, it's like no spirit to like it's only spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And all that. So I, I give probably too hard of a time to new agey stuff okay uh if i'm being honest but that's because i do think that some of it can come across really self-helpy um in in that regard but i guess what i'll say is what i just said already is like i think the spiritual aspect uh and mysticism is like an interesting part of early church history and a part Mm. of our tradition and so like what new agey stuff claims to kind of be rooted in is actually in a lot of ways rooted closer to like early mystic christian practices and we just don't always see that but mysticism freaks a lot of christians out like the idea of the spirit unless you're like a hardcore pentecostal we don't really like to talk about the spiritual side of our existence um and i never really engaged too much in the pentecostal world so maybe our friends would know this a little more because they were part of that Mm -hmm. but i wonder how much overlap there is between like hardcore pentecostal life and new agey stuff. That's fascinating. Just taking like the the deity out of it, you know. I guess for me personally, I I wouldn't call myself like super into it, but I also wouldn't call myself against it. However, I think in general, to me, I just see it as like, why couldn't God like also use that? And I think sometimes it's fake. I think sometimes 
things Christians do are fake. Like, yeah. I think there's always going to be BS. 100%. And I, and I like what Sarah said is because she was like, I kind of got super into it and then kind of am now not as sure, kind of rethinking, mm-hmm. which is, is kind of how... Uh, kind of how I feel a little bit. I don't think I was ever like all in, but right. I definitely did the pendulum swing of like, well, f this, and I'm just like yeah, finding something this. else. And I think, but I actually, I'm like totally on board with. I'm just really on board with the idea of like creating a rich tapestry to understand God from different spiritual experiences. Yeah, like we have a good friend who just celebrated Eid with a family that she like sees every week. Mm-hmm. And th- that was like a very powerful thing for her, even though, like yeah. she's not Muslim. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And like, I just, I was met a Muslim family at the park the other day and we were talking, they, uh, they were like getting back to the house cause like they were able to eat cause Ramadan was ending. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, um, but that was like, we had a really interesting conversation. And when he found out I was a pastor, it was like really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, cause he was, I'm not like hyper, like, conservative fundamentalist but his sect of his faith was a little more that direction Mm. uh and but it was really enlightening and like we exchanged numbers and like we should like talk more about this and i think that to all of this question whether it's uh new age stuff or or other religions or whatever i think trying to build the tapestry is is an important thing to do and i think for me and this could just be a me thing but my challenge to myself and what i would maybe issue to others maybe it's not as helpful though is like if you're exploring new age stuff or you're exploring uh, any other like spiritual practice or family, like why are you doing it? I think that's an interesting question. So like for Sarah was her name is what you said? Yeah. So like for Sarah, she's like exploring new, like what is the, the why that brought you to this point? And what is the, the deliverable for lack of a better word, you're hoping to get out of it. Right. Cause I think that's when we engage something, whether we want to say it or not, we're trying to like extract something for us out of it and i think it's an interesting question of like why am i doing it what am i hoping to get out of it and that like i don't think asking those questions will always give you a really clear cut answer Mm -hmm. but i think they're interesting things to ask and one of the reasons i ask myself on the other side is like why do these things why do i say they're bs or why like what and what is my fear of what might come out of it so i asked it the other way around but i think as we engage it it's is equally as important to maybe ask that as we go into it but what's interesting is what i'm hearing is there's like I feel like there's a lot of, like, outcome focus when you think about it. Like, what are you trying to get out of it? Or what am I worried I'll get out of it? To me, I see it as just, like, why not? Like, I I remember – I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but at the very beginning of my deconstruction, I was talking to a friend, and she said that she had a professor – she went to, like, a Christian college. A professor said, when you're turning over rocks looking for truth, you're never going to find something bigger than God. So you don't have to be worried to like turn over rocks. And so to me, it's like, if you, if you feel curiosity toward that freaking why not? And maybe you will like end up with something valuable that you can bring into your like tapestry. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think there's always, there can be tons of benefit in turning over rocks and like seeing, exploring mm-hmm. things. Um, I'm all, and this is again, like me, per, I'm just always wondering why are we turning the rock over? That's, Why not? Why do you just want to leave the rocks? I think, yeah. I mean, That's interesting. I, I hear, yeah. I think like if you were in, like, so say you're on like a, a beach, right, and there's rocks everywhere. Uh-huh. I think it's interesting to explore. Why are you turning over any rocks at all? If you like, why Instead pick up and turn over? And then why are you choosing that individual one? So I think the answer isn't why not. 
like like that's not why i'm asking why mm. but i think it is interesting just for like why go to a reiki place when your pendulum swing versus going to and for you if i'm speculating it's i was told there wasn't a lot of spiritual aspect of things for sure and i want to find that and so i think those are just interesting questions not to say to do or not to do but to explore what intrinsically motivated you because i think it tells us what we're longing for or missing as we build that tapestry that's more what i'm saying okay that sorry if i kind of missed you that makes a lot more sense of like almost asking motivation versus asking about what outcome you want i think that's super real and i think you're right on the money and that like i was drawn i don't even know where i heard about energy healings but i i was drawn to it because one it was so different and also it was engaging in an embodied spiritual experience which i felt such a lack of in yeah like my upbringing so i think i mean i think like but i haven't done a deep dive into islam because like that isn't that hasn't drawn me the way that like it doesn't there hasn't been a curiosity that there was for like new age type things but in general i just don't think i heard like she was saying that her mom was like that's what crazy people do Mm. and i think i think that is i do think i think in some ways new age is like a little bit trendy i feel kind of bad saying that but it's kind of trendy but at the same time that i do feel like it's also stigmatized particularly in the christian world like people like oh my gosh you're like going off the deep end yeah like i was like with some (laughs) like i was like with some friends and like someone was like pulling a tarot card and like one of someone in the group just like walked out of the room and was like i cannot be near this and they like were like this is like demonic and messed up and for us we were just like it might be like it might mean nothing but like why not Mm. yeah i probably wouldn't jam on tarot cards either yeah that's like but again i think like like interesting like why right why stick around like i think those are interesting because it starts to define values. And I think, as we talked about in the last episode, building, like, finding comfort and stability in the gray. Mm. Like, those are some of the things that I help, I think, help find, even if you're more surrounded by gray and less certainty, figuring out, like, why you do what you do, why you don't do what you do, what you're, long, what you're longing for. I think those are all interesting questions to ask. Um, so, and I appreciate her question because I do think it's stigmatized. Like, I, like, I think I don't generally look at new age stuff as positively as i probably should Mm. but that's because i grew up in a world that like it was all well i also grew up in a world where i wasn't allowed to like watch like harry potter and i wasn't like yeah so it's like witchcraft and new age new age stuff was like the antichrist and the devil and um spongebob and harry potter were trying to lead me to hell in a handbasket so well and i'm interrupted you i'm sorry no and i feel really uncomfortable honestly sharing it like i feel like i was like fine to do it if it was like a secret yeah. Which is kind of interesting, too, I think because of the stigma. Yeah. Like, it kind of stresses me out that people are going to hear this and be like, Emily's off her rocker. But, like, I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with exploring. And if you find something valuable that helps you connect to God, like, mm. I don't, that sounds kind of, I don't know, you're not vibing with that. I'm not. But here's what I will say. I think we can put a pin in this one. But I will say in one of our next Behind the Zones, mm-hmm. um, I want to think more about why it gives me tension. And, yeah. Or maybe on an episode here, like in just the deconstruction zone. But I do want to think more about it because I'm trying to go off the cuff and think more about it. But I think there's something more interesting about – and it might just be my my passion and proclivity for Jesus. It's like I need Jesus yeah. to be a part of something. Um, but I want to explore that more. But let's let's land that plane 
Um, can I land it by saying, but I I just, not to like have the last word, yeah. you can say another thing, but what I would say is to me and to what I've seen with my friends practicing it is like Jesus is still very much like, a, like that's not, they're not mutually exclusive and it's not like Jesus versus new age. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Okay. Um, I, wasn't, I, I haven't thought about new, like as we've been talking about this, like you probably get this, like lots of ideas and memories. Right. Right. And we did a sermon series when I was at the gathering about different religions, and one of them was about New Age. And I was mm. trying to recall what I preached about in that. And yeah. because the series is kind of about <clears throat> essentials of our faith and how we engage with others, not just in like relationship, but how we extract meaningful things from other mm. ones. Um, so if the sermon doesn't suck, maybe I'll link it in the bio and I'll. Right, <laughs> I'll <share> yeah. <laughs> with um, so recommendations. I, I'm actually going to start because it connects with what we're talking about, my yeah. recommendation. Are you the host or am I the host? (laughs) I think we're (laughs) co-hosts. But I do say, I will say I'm kind of taking the reins on this one. You are. Kind of different. A woman taking the reins. (laughs) But um, I was thinking about this book as we were talking, and I think I mentioned it on like episode three that I was thinking about reading it again. And I read it again recently-ish. It's called Holy Envy by Barbara Brown Taylor. Hmm. And I just love it. Uh, the, so the first time I read it, I loathed it. Got two stars on Goodreads, scathing. Mm. And, I, and I was just like, this woman is trying to just like pick and choose what she wants from different religions. And she's like lost the whole point of Jesus and all that. But she's an Episcopalian priest and, mm-hmm. and who became a world religions professor at like a local Christian college. And so she basically talks about her experience with her students engaging each religion and how and she was like I still personally hold to being a Christian and I hold to who Jesus is but she was like but I have had a greater and more beautiful and vast image of who God is through all of these different religions Hmm. and so the point is like it's kind of interesting it's kind of what we've been talking about like she so they do the big the big however many like Judaism Mm -hmm. Islam Hinduism and Buddhism are the main ones that she talks about and then Christianity. And so she talks about like how she finds God and like how she sees God in each religion and how that like helped her and challenged her. Hmm. And so I really enjoyed it and I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so mine, and I don't think I've done this one before cause I have like a little, like a list of ones uh-huh. and I didn't cross them off. So, so it's called the meaning of Jesus. Have I recommended that yet? No, I don't think so. Uh, so it's by N.T. Wright and Marcus Borg. You're an N.T. Wright guy? Uh, a little bit, but so I'll give a little more backstory. Marcus Borg passed away. He was a professor at the Oregon State University, uh, theology guy. And so the book, it's every chapter, they both write half of it. Oh, cool. So in, in they're debating, kind of. N.T. Wright mm. is like, this is kind of Orthodox Jesus. Mm. And uh, Marcus Borg, who is... He's not like he's he was seen as like a heretic by my class. Uh, it was really funny. Like we had to like pick someone to defend, and everyone at my Christian college was like, "Nt right," and I was like, "I'm taking Marcus Borg," Aww. and I was the only one that like yeah. sided with him. Um, but he's like more historical Jesus, okay. Um, and so like this is this idea like was he actually divine or do we put this on him? And they kind of go back and forth, and wonderful. I would actually be interested for us to read it and talk about it on here a little bit. I'm like, fascinated. It's a wonderful book. I read it when I was 19 and just re-picked it back up and I'm a few chapters in and I'm like loving it. Again. Okay. And so couldn't recommend it more in the sense that like, I don't agree with everything that either person says, 
but it's one of the best books I've read in terms of like helping you be like, oh, there's like a, a wider variety of what people believe about Jesus. Mm. And like these two people that just had so much mutual respect, but were on such different planes. Um, it was really cool. So I dug the book. I thought it was really great. Um, and so I would recommend it. Big read. Big read. 10 out of 10. That sounds awesome. Let's read it. We'll, uh, we'll do... Maybe I'll give it to you. I'll send you a copy when I finish it. Or send yeah. you my copy when we finish it. Maybe we can talk about it. Or it could be like a Patreon book study. Ooh, that could be cool. That could be dope. That's... I'd be all about that. Let's make it happen. Guys, this this idea was born on this... Like, in this moment. I think that'd be dope. I'm all about it. The Zoom yeah. Bible study. I mean... Book study. DBC. Book study. Yeah. DBC. What is DBC? DBS. Mm. Deconstruction Book Club. Not DBS. VBS. DBC. DBS. Okay. I think that was great. That was great. Um, we'll we'll flesh out that idea more. We just kind of. Yeah. I'm really pumped about it. So I will say before we Dustin go. Dustin Bryson Club. Is that what you want it to be? <laughs> uh, I'll say before we go. I are. And I, we've pushed this in the last couple of, but our YouTube people are subscribing. We had a video like, or an episode two ago, like the one that just dropped this week got like 30 views so far, which is great. But the week before has like 180 views. And someone shared that on her Facebook. Oh, is that, was that the episode that was shared? Yeah. Maybe that's why. I was like, what happened? Um, Emily happened. I love that. <laughs> well, I'm digging it. Like it's been cool to see more people engage there. There's actually one person that comments on a lot of stuff really frequently. Margaret Mall. I don't think, don't think it's Margaret. Oh, but, I know the guy you're talking yeah. about. Margaret Mall is my Nana. Shout out, Nana. She always listens to every episode. Yeah. I love you so much. And I, well, I just, it's like every community has its people, kind of. Yeah. Like, and trying to synthesize those has been fun. So if you're not a part of YouTube already, subscribe. That'd be cruel. Um, cruel. Cruel. Uh, and uh, Patreon, though, there's not a great return on investment currently because we haven't done it a lot. I think this book club will be a part of. I think that'd be really awesome. I think that'd be a great way to do it. Um, And we're still working on Behind the Zone. We got some episodes coming. So and they're pretty juicy. So I would. This is the time to just get on Patreon now. Yeah. Um, But hey, I think that's what we got. Also, I will say about Patreon. I recently joined someone else's Patreon, and it's pretty easy to navigate. I feel like not that long ago it wasn't easy to navigate, but I could like listen to bonus episodes like like it was Spotify or whatever. So it's really easy. I recommend. Anyway. Um, send us out. Send us out. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening and embrace the journey. We were off on that one. <laughs>